Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rand. Hello, gentlemen. How is it going? Ah, uh, good. D- d- moving up, moving right along. Sports, yes, sports, sports. Yeah, That's what we talk about on this podcast when we're not going off on unnecessary tangents about non-sports subjects. Uh, Joel and I, ostensibly sports insiders. Ostensibly, uh, Phil. Sports outsider, no ostensibly. No ostensibly. I am a sports outsider. I don't know shit about shit. But like, you follow what's you going on. Waffle cones. The ice cream cone is so close. You're going to a off waffle. on a tangent. Oh, oh no, no. I'm glad we're talking you came about up. sports. Thank you so yeah, much. of course. Uh, but are you enjoying MLB Players Weekend, Phil? I uh, did not know that was a thing that was happening. But we, I do know that it was MLB. the wide world of weird sports two weeks ago. Right, but I didn't know it was now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was now. I would have thought okay. that the Players Weekend Fair. would have been. Maybe back then. You just read the prompter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't believe that any longtime listeners can still actually believe Phil as the sports outsider. I, I think they all think that this is some sort of act that he's putting on. No, I think he doesn't retain as much no. as he learns. Like, I think he learns a lot, but I don't know that he right. retains no, it. I'm right. saying you and I know that, Jordan. Yeah. But I'm saying I don't think this is believable. To someone who doesn't know That's Phil. fair. That's, I've had that question a couple times. People have hit me up on Twitter and yeah. said, like, hey, you know, you must. I mean, it's been so long. You must know something about sports. I'm like, I really don't. You, know, you do know shits. more than know what you more knew than before. before the podcast. Yeah. It's without like, the podcast in your life, you would probably be more outside. Without it, yeah. uh, without the podcast in my life, I probably would not know who Tim Tebow is. Probably would not have been on my radar. Really? But he's but, still yeah. a far of the outhouse in terms of his outsideness. Like, chill sure. out there. Right. But I think it's it's like Mark Twain said the dif- uh, the the main difference between fiction and reality is that fiction has to be believable. That's right. But yeah. you do know WWE chairman Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon. He's uh, going to be on the show today. What? Because he's starting a football league. There we go. The XFL. Oh, it's Fantastic. season two. Season two of the XFL. Right. He has started it. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be coming back. So he's on the show, and we have news, 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 and a wide world of weird sport. You're goddamn right we do. But first, Tim Tebow update, watch update. Tim Tebow update, watch update, brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Tim Tebow out for the season with hand injury. Oh, oh no. Subheadline, with an hours of the serious hand injury, Tebow moved up his wedding by six months. <laughs> sure, <laughs> gotta do it. This would, this would be his all-important upcoming SEC commentary season, right? <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. But this, this news is a little old. We haven't had a chance to comment on it, but it's just bummer central. Yeah. Uh, in the later portion of mid-July, Tebow suffered a cut in his hand while fielding a ball in the outfield that required eight stitches. Yikes. Oh. Now, it would have only been four stitches, but Tebow was just wiped out from restoring sight to a blind man before the game, right. who it turned out was only colorblind. Oh. And that feels like a misuse of Tebow's power. Yeah. And and he was wearing a pair of those like dark glasses that had a jagged edge on them. So when Tebow laid hands, he pulled back and he cut his hand on the glasses. That's well. how you take down a Tebow. <laughs> Anyway, the injury will not be fully healed in time uh, for him to return to the AAA uh, Syracuse Mets this season. Mm. Uh, of course, the opponents of Syracuse final two, uh, the opponents on Syracuse's final two road trips, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs and the Rochester Red Wings, took time to remind their fans in case they forgot that all ticket sales are final and non-refundable. <laughs> ah, few. 
Rochester's Faith Healing Night promotion is still happening, just with a faith healer to be announced later. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Tebow plans to return for his fourth season of professional baseball next year with the Mets and minor league system. In and of itself, this isn't news. But it's at least three years longer than I think we thought the Tebow baseball oh, yeah. experiment would last. Sir. I was just about to say, I think it's time for us to officially eat crow because we were extremely skeptical. Oh, yeah. And we were definitely wrong in the level we of our skepticism. We were giggling over wrong. reading Dave Dombrowski oh, quotes. We were positive. Yeah, we he didn't... wasn't going to get a single hit. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But no, but the real news, so the real news, though, and this is actually, this bums me out for real, is now it's incredibly unlikely that we'll ever see Timothy Richard Tebow in the big leagues. Oh. Yeah, well, here's why. A healthy Tebow would have likely been called up this September when the Major League rosters expanded from 25 to 40. Yeah. He's in AAA, and even though the Mets are surprisingly in contention now, how long is that going to last? Plus, 15 spots is a lot. That's a lot of roster sure. spots. You yeah. want to call him up. He gets a couple of bats. That's great, okay? Pitch runs. However, starting next year, baseball rosters will be set at 26 for the regular season and expand to only 28 in September. What the crap? When you have 15 spots to work with, you can call up rookies you want to see get some playing time, veteran minor leaguers to give your team some depth, the less talented brother of an all-star shortstop for a cool photo op, and the carnival act you signed three years ago hoping to sell tickets in the September of a particularly non-competitive season. Yeah, the guy who does the full windmill before he pitches. (laughs) I meant that was specifically Tebow. Oh, right. The carnival act, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but if you can only call up two extra players in September... They're really going to need to be the two best players yeah, in your right. system. That makes sense. Yeah, Or two guys you want to get playing time because right. you're a really bad team. This is true. Yeah. So basically, we're saying that the Mets can't even do publicity stunts correctly. Yeah. Boy, that is, that is a real bummer. <laughs> it, it goes back to the Mets' poor business sense. Mm-hmm. They initially signed Tio to a minor league deal in the fall of 2016 with a $100,000 signing bonus with the thought that a September call-up one of those years would move a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. Now, no matter how small... The Mets aren't going to get any of that investment back, but their minor league teams and minor league opponents made out like fucking bandits. <laughs> Wait, don't they get that money, though? Because they're no, a minor league team for the Mets. They're affiliated with the Mets, but mm. they're independently owned by someone else. So if oh, that team boo. operates and has, yeah. like, say, 25% more profits one year, no. they're not kicking it up to the parent organization. That's all for them to pocket. Oh. So the minor league teams did really well here, and all the minor league opponents... But the Mets, not so much. Bummer. They essentially sign a contract that says that the Major League Club will provide all of the players and staff, and Mm -hmm. they provide the facility and collect the ticket money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Now, Tebow is soon to be 32 years old, and that's old for someone that we'll generously call a prospect. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Very, very generous. And right now, in in today's uh, game, it's very old for any Major Leaguer. Oh, yeah. Todd Frazier is the only active Mets hitter who is older than Tebow. Todd Frazier's Frazier's 33. Yeah, and guess what? He hit a lot better when he was 31. (laughs) Yeah. So the pendulum now of what's more likely has actually swung all the way back to Johnny Football making a triumphant return to the NFL. Wow. Which is way different than it was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Or even six months ago, I thought we would have thought, well, Tebow sees an MLB at bat. Before we see Johnny Football in the NFL, or if we ever see him in the NFL. Yeah, I definitely would have taken taken Tebow. But hey, think of it this way. We should look on the bright side. You said he moved his wedding up by six months? <laughs> yeah. He's a 32-year-old virgin. Six more months of no sex as opposed to, eh, he doesn't get like a cup of coffee in the major leagues. I mean, you think he made the smart decision? This might be yeah. the way to go, yeah. <laughs> Talk about being stuck in the batter's box. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. 
News, news, news. XFL countdown to kickoff Death Watch. XFL countdown to kickoff Death Watch. Brought to you by Puppy Adoption Services. Hey, why don't you get yourself a puppy and adopt it for your family? XFL team names are here. Woohoo! For right. a good time, not a long time. Subheadline, Market Consultancy Group Project Director, Cracks Knuckles, Pops Open a Hard Seltzer and Size. My work here is done. Nice. <laughs> Sub, subheadline, Light Bulb, Market Consultancy Group Project Director, comes up with new White Claw slogan. Work's done. White Claw? That works. <laughs> White Claw, White Claw like the is gross. <laughs> I've never even heard it's of it. It's hard water. It's hard seltzer. Yeah. So it's seltzer, so it's a vodka tonic. Yes, kind oh, sorry, of. Sorry, a vodka, it, vodka soda. It, it, it approximates it like LaCroix. But at the alcohol, alcohol value, at the alcohol amount, at the ABV of like a light beer, but it's meant to be, they're, they're the new hottest. Yeah, they're I the mean, largest growing words, segment it's Coors in Light. alcoholic People beverages. People drink it's vodka soda. Yeah. <laughs> like. But you can't put that in a can and bring it to the beach. No, don't. You can't put vodka in a can and bring it to the well, beach. I mean, you could. You Joel, just you can't can put vodka in a can and bring it you, to the you beach. You see me as a guy like who goes I to the beach done a lot. It before. I don't think you put it in a can. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or, or a bottle. <laughs> anyway, uh, season two of Vince McMahon's only unsuccessful league, the XFL, premieres in just six short months, mm. February 2020. Now, that's a lot to lay on you guys. Oh, yeah. So, but you, you're going to need some time to get hyped for the season. Well, I mean, everyone's going to be super hyped for football by the time we hit February. <laughs> right at the end of the NFL season, I feel like that's what everyone's thinking. Hey, well, guess how about what? some regular season? To just you know, guess what? The inter- the internet got some content this week when the XFL's official Twitter released team names and hype videos for the eight teams. Nice. Awesome. Now it's really hard to come up with new team names. Any market consultancy group project director will tell you that. Because the team names we know are so entrenched in us that we're used to them. They seem traditional and make sense to us. We've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. In fact... I feel the same way about name names. Why is, like, Michael not weird? It is weird. <laughs> it is. It, there's no the reason other than e, us here. Yeah. It's always backwards. Very bizarre. Yeah. When people are like, oh, those people have funny names. I'm like, so do you. <laughs> there's right no now, sense You're, you're borderlining into, like, stone college yeah, kids. Excuse yeah. me. Like, excuse you're going me. into, like, did you know what the... Like, what does it mean? Right. I, I may the... have smoked a little before I came. So. Yeah. Um, now, in fact, in focus, to your point, though, Joel, in focus group data from the past 30 years show that at first glance, 70% of all new team names sound like they could be a minor league baseball franchise whose ownership group includes Bill Murray. Yeah. But there's a full 10% of team names that sound like minor league baseball franchises whose ownership groups don't include Bill Murray at all. <laughs> What? Can you imagine the pain? I can't imagine anything to do with baseball that doesn't involve Bill Murray. Uh, I would never be part of an ownership group for a minor league baseball team without Bill Murray. (laughs) Uh, Now, before we get to the sports movie made without NFL authorization level of team names, (laughs) let's start with most normal. Okay. All right. Los Angeles Wildcats. That's pretty normal. This is the whole thing of building the the bridge over the 101 to help the the, The the Wildcats escape. uh, Oh, (laughs) Oh, I thought you were were being literal. Okay. Thought this was going to be a a Joel tangent. But, but they are actually doing that. No, I, no, I remember this. There's, there's the mountain line stuck on the other right side of the for them to cross the highway. <laughs> it's unsafe for anyone to cross the highway. Not uh, me. I could dodge cars. <laughs> uh, this is the team name equivalent of a pellet cleansing water cracker. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing there. 
Yeah, it's true. This is, and also when the league goes bankrupt, it seems to me like it's obvious they're just going to be able to like move this outdated merch to other high schools. Yeah. yeah. Every high school in America that's nicknamed is the Wildcats. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing. Uh, I get the feeling we're going to think Wildcats is one of the better options by the time we're done with this. <laughs> Second <Maybe>. most normal. <laughs> New York Guardians. Okay. Ooh, actually, I like Guardians better than Wildcats. This is the that's normalcy runner-up and notably okay. It feels familiar yet new. Yeah. It's the great solve at the end of a Mad Men episode. There yeah. we go. This is, I like that. This is really good. It's yeah. the cure for the common team name. Yeah. The DC Defenders. Okay, also very that's good. Fine. That's fine. Is there an MLS team called it? No, they all have stupid European names, don't they? Uh, like Notre Dame's broad appeal to Catholics, they could become the team of criminal defense lawyers. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Defense attorney's favorite team historically has been wherever Urban Meyer is coaching. <laughs> uh, so they're getting on the USC bandwagon for 2020. But how's their offense That was an exceptional team? joke. Well, that's the thing is this is a way better team name than DC low-scoring games due to league-wide offensive ineptitude because of second-tier players. Makes sense. <laughs> but the That's team a little bit of a mouthful. But the team officials trademark that too just in case. Oh, yeah. Uh, Houston Roughnecks. It's basically Houston Oilers. Yeah. <laughs> Their logo is the same as the old Houston Oilers logo. It's an oil derrick with yeah. one less tier. You know, like the oh, X's that yeah. make up the tiers. That... That's a good I'm, way to I'm move I'm still merch. mostly okay with that. Yeah. Because, I mean, Roughnecks is also, and it's got rough in there. Like, yeah. this, is, this is good. It feels, it feels. Yeah. Dallas Renegades. Yeah, okay. I like that. I can do Renegades. I feel like this is the market research consultancy group project director. I feel like he had to negotiate them down from Dallas Confederate Rebels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Okay, how about... Renegades, huh? I, I guess. Also, I also feel like they took a lot of existing NFL names, plugged them into a thesaurus, and grabbed like the third or fourth option every time. Incidentally, when the league folds, the Dallas Renegades already have agreed in principle to be the team in a sports movie that lacks NFL authorization. There we Perfect. Go. Yep. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks? Webster's Dictionary defines battlehawks as birds of prey used for strategic military purposes, primarily in the Middle Ages. Huh. No, I, I'm Bad kidding. I'm kidding. Board. That's not that's not a thing. <laughs> I was going to say. It feels like the type of a sports team name that would win an award for best new team name at a market consultancy group silent <laughs> auction oh, totally, and yeah. awards dinner. Yeah, totally. You know, that's what, <laughs> But then they would yeah. never do anything with it. They'd just be like, hey, I, take yeah. your dinner. I, I think the, the game of picking a mascot name is, uh, is not inventing something from whole cloth. You gotta you gotta use something that exists in to the me, world. To me, this this is similar to Guardians in that it feels familiar yet new. Yeah, Battlehawk. Well, you can put eh. battle in front of anything yeah. and make it new. And battle Bears. Yeah, like <laughs> I like that better. I do too. I like that better. The Tampa Bay Vipers. I like it. It's. I mean, it's not great, but it's still not bad. It the, sounds like a biker gang. I like the, it. The Arizona yeah. Diamondbacks are the only professional sports team named after a snake, because oh. let's say it together. Limited marketing, marketing potential. potential. Yeah. What, are you kidding? Because all you can do is the logo of the snake face. Sure. You can't do the whole body of the snake because right. that's been co-opted by the alt-right. But it would be really cool to see a football like in the middle of the stomach as hey, their oh, logo. Yeah. Gordon, uh, let's see you have a team-branded dildo for the Guardians, <laughs> all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like my slowly digested football. You see that you can see it in the yeah. body of the snake. Then, then <laughs> I could the, say, don't the, tread on me in the middle of it. That's what I was, I was going the, against yeah. from that. Uh, Seattle Dragons. Yep, I'm on board. Get yeah. the nerds I, to watch. Feels like this meeting started with, think of all the marketing potential the Washington Wizards and Orlando Magic have wasted by not being magical <laughs> enough. Right? I think Seattle Dragons will play well 
in Seattle. It feels yeah. it feels like an Instagram friendly thing. Like we're gonna have a, a dragon frappuccino drink. It'll yeah. be green. Kids will put it on Instagram. And they'll dress their babies up like Khaleesi for <laughs> yeah. the for the. Here's the game. thing. Which cultural tradition are we pulling our dragons from? Oh, oh, you know, in the hype video, they flew. Okay. Okay. So that if that so helps, England. I think they all fly. No, not all of them. I feel like I thought the flying ones were more Asian a little bit, European more Eastern. And yeah, if anything, I feel like the ones that don't fly immediately strike me as being of Asian. Really? Oh. I always thought of dragons as flying with the European version. Well, oh. it depends. If they're flying with like big wings, then it's European, and if they're just kind of snaking their way through the sky, yes, that feels yeah, they're like using magic. magic. Our yeah. resident cultural expert. I Bill am Ray not an that. outsider about everything. <laughs> I feel like this was a real missed opportunity, though, to just name. You got eight teams. Yeah. yeah. You got nine great houses. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. That would be awesome. Los Angeles Lannisters. You're Why in. Not? Oh, I would love to go to the Los Angeles Lannister hey, games. Jordan, we should found our own football league. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the thing. We do it in Los Angeles. We get nothing but, let's say, former high school football players who couldn't get into, like, a college program. We brand it as Game of Thrones. We co-brand it with Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's all nerds. They don't care about the football. <laughs> I like their, this. Their, their costumes are like that. They're carrying in the thing. Oh, it's yeah. like cosplay. Right. It's like, yeah. If this is basically Comic-Con meets Raider Nation yeah. equals right. our new football league. If I we could it. combine cosplay and high school football, we could make a fucking mint in this city. And then just get rid of the games <laughs> and instead set up booths where you sell uh, Pop pop Funko dolls. Yeah. And that's how you make your money. <laughs> All right, Phil, when you edit this, cut this whole section out because yeah. we're actually doing this. Not going to edit. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is WWE CEO Vince McMahon. Whoa, look at these bunch of creeps. Oh, look at you idiots. Hey, Vince. On um, your podcast. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, most of the guests don't insult us like right out of the gate. I'm going to take you down on this here podcast. All right. Uh, well, here's the thing, Vince. I wanted to let you know out of the box, we just heard the new XS- XFL names. And oh, I think- yeah. They're not half bad. The XFL is going to be the greatest sports league of this generation besides yeah, I mean, it wasn't w- the first time, w- so it seems a- unlikely. But- World Wrestling Entertainment, number one in sports entertainment. Well, no, and that's great. And I think what's interesting to me is we've had spring football leagues come and go. USFL. Idiots. XFL the first time. So, well, that one was good. <laughs> that was a good league. And, and the AAF. But you're the only person or group to try it once, have it be somewhat successful. I mean, you completed a successful. season. Successful. Right. You completed a full season. You yeah, played. You played your million-dollar game. There were some great matchups. But it went away, and now it's being rebooted. So I guess what I'm wondering is, what did you learn in the last go-round that's going to be different this no, time? No, I learned a lot in the last go-round. First of all... I didn't give people good enough names. Dude, but you let every them... player needs to have a name. I feel like the, and the, the nicknames are still literally the only thing that people remember from the XFL. Yeah, but would you remember a quarterback named Tom Brady, or would you remember a quarterback named the Death Thrower? Well, I mean, none of the nicknames were like that, but I yeah. do remember. I remember he hate me. Everyone yeah. remembers he yeah. hate me. But the death thrower throws <laughs> balls of flame, and if you drop one, you die immediately. Are you? You're not going being... to light the actual balls. We're on gonna fire? light the actual balls on fire. 
I mean, not not like not all the time. All the only when it's being thrown by the death thrower. So are you gonna? You're in the middle. That's <laughs> how you do entertainment, folks. Let me try and everything's the play. a circus. Well, the quarterback I do... snaps the ball. He falls back. He's still holding the ball. Still holding the ball. So how do we get it to light on fire as soon as it leaves his hand? Look, I don't want to ruin the magic too much for you, but there's going to be a, a lighter in his glove, and the glove's going to be covered in kerosene, <laughs> and that'll cover the ball in kerosene, and then as soon as he lifts his hand up, it's going to ignite. Isn't that going to light his hand on fire, too? Well, not if it's a thick enough glove. Well, they no, make I mean, gloves still for And if his, his hand, hand gets burnt, then he's fired. I think if his hand gets burnt, it's an yeah. even uh, another fun wrinkle to the Death Thrower's backstory. Exactly. Which but, I think is the most fascinating thing. The thing you have going for you in WWE is the characters and their stories. Yeah. So that's the sort of thing. Are you going to bring that to the XFL? Bring it to the XFL. The midseason in NFL is boring. This team wins. This team loses. This team ties. This guy's hurt. This guy's healthy. <laughs> this one's got a contract. This one doesn't have a contract. This one's trans It's boring. I mean, the way, when you put it like that, it does sound boring. Instead, what I'm going to do is have every player be on the field for every play. And before they say hike, they're going to trash talk. Okay. I think they do that. You're going to have the wide receiver yelling at the center and say, your mom's a hooker. Okay. That's... Just, I mean, are, that are, seems unnecessary. And then if it goes on long enough, the mom will come out on the field <laughs> and boy, I'll say me. Vince, I, I hate to break this to you, but the wide receiver and the center are on the same side. Yeah, it's going to create some drama. <laughs> like when a tag team break, breaks up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess, now here's the thing. Trash talk does sometimes happen now in the NFL. Are you telling me that the home viewer will be able to hear it for the first time in the every NFL? Every helmet is mic'd. Oh, my god! And every mic goes through the loudspeaker. Ah, uh, that sounds like a bad idea to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, really this is the great part. Idea. Using your smartphone I don't know with how the much... XFL app, you can tune into the narratives you care most about. I don't know how oh, much I football like has changed yeah. Since I knew football players, but uh, but I don't think those are the sorts of people that you want to have Mike. But imagine this. You got a running back, gets the ball, starts running down the field. Okay. Suddenly, he gets hit in the back with a baseball bat with nails in it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to hear the person leaning over him telling the narrative of why he did it? Yeah. 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 Uh, when he goes, this is because when I was five years old. You came after my older brother with a bat on the playoff, and I found that every day of the rest of my life, I would make sure that you'd pay for that. Uh, Vince, I'm not sure you would, <laughs> you would all pay that. for that. Okay, I heard that part. That's why I trained hard and joined the greatest sports league reaction. And this is all happening like between the plays? Between they should, the they plays. They should be getting back to huddle There up. is no delay a game in the XFL. <laughs> It's very progressive. Every game okay, but- is two hours of narrative and 20 minutes of play. <laughs> uh... Okay, I mean... A lot of the narrative is pre-recorded packages. This is... <laughs> Helps us control the narrative. This is starting to sound a lot more... Uh, uh, Exciting? Bad. Uh, I was going to say it sounds a lot more like wrestling yeah. than the NFL. Not all like football. No, like- we don't want... Football, football's boring. 
Yeah, you heard him describe the middle of the NFL season. Sometimes there's a guy that's injured. There's a guy that's healthy. But like with the NFL season. There's a cheerleader saying our cheers. And that does sound boring. Does this mean that you're going to script the games? Well, no, we don't script anything. They're going to script the game. Wrestling <laughs> is real, too. Well, let me ask you, where do you see uh, some traditional football elements, but also things you see in the WWE, like cheerleaders and mascots? Where oh, do you see them fitting in? Like, oh, how are you going to integrate them into the storyline? Well, line? first of all, despite the fact that there will be no helmets, because you have to be able to see the expressions on their face, there will still be lots of head-to-head contact. <laughs> Yeah, Vince, I'm going to stop. Right so, wait, so the mics are going to be like the in-sync mics. Then. Right, they're going to be cowboy <laughs> mics. Okay, sorry. I'm sure they've got something manly. They'll be cowboy mics. mics. But you know what I mean, the tape yeah. on the face right. instead of the uh, mic helmet. I, again, I really hate to step in here, but you, you do realize that when they played the game without helmets, there were fatalities on a fairly regular Oh, basis. that's what makes it exciting. No, everyone described it, decided that was happen. not what made it exciting. That's why they started wearing helmets, so they yep. could see the exciting thing without the people dying. And if you fall off the edge of the elevated field and fall 20 feet onto the pit of thumbtacks, then people all know that you really took that bump. There's a 20-foot drop off the edge of the field? Did I forget to mention that? You did That's mention extremely, that. That's extremely... Where, where are the players going to stand when they're not drop. on the field? They have to climb a ladder onto the field. Under the under the field, is that where I might find like a folding That's chair? That's where you're going to find the folding <laughs> okay, chair. Okay, that's yeah. what I was checking. You see, you can bring weapons out of the field. <laughs> But only if during the course of play you're able to sneak down, grab the weapons, and go it, back it out. It really seems... We like need to make sure it's part Because we don't want anyone doing it with the pre-recorded packages going on. It really seems like there's better places to store your folding chairs. It seems like you're inviting disaster. Oh, but you want the audience to see it happening. That's how they built suspense. I, when they see somebody grab a chainsaw from under the field... You want people to go, I bet he's going to use that chainsaw. Yeah, but aren't people immediately going to notice how totally implausible it is that you guys have left a variety implausible? of... Implausible? <laughs> dangerous devices stored no. for some reason in the near Everything's vicinity of Everything's going to feel like it's something that could have been placed there by the groundskeepers. Right, but the groundskeepers oh, don't oh. put anything under the field. They put it all in different storage spaces. No, we don't have any sheds in the XFL. So you're talking <laughs> weed whackers, lawnmowers. Lawnmowers. No, these are, these uh, are yard, yard line crews. painting materials. Oh, oh, my goodness. It's not a shed. Imagine they have their if own. you're the quarterback and suddenly someone comes at you with a paintbrush and paints over your eyes so you can't see. <laughs> it sure would make being a quarterback awfully tricky. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine Elmer Fudd throwing the ball after that happens. Elmer <laughs> Fudd. Elmer <laughs> Fudd is not in the league unless someone chooses that character and we feel like it fits in I got $20 for anybody who calls themselves Elmer Fudd. <laughs> $20 would be pretty good pay for them. I underpay people. <laughs> That's how I do it. Yeah. I keep the operating expenses low and the drama high. Well, other than the product in the field, what's the in-stadium experience going to be like? Because we've, I think we've covered the game. What's it going to be like for the average spectator? Lots of Nickelback songs. Okay. Why, why is uh, that? Very it's, dark stadiums. You know why, Jordan. <laughs> Lasers. And uh, if you don't leave with at least $200 worth of merchandise, uh, okay. Wow, Vince. All right. Um, I, uh, in, in so many different ways. I guess I, I feel like I know the answer before I ask this, but 
I don't suppose that you're trying to copy over the concussion protocols from the NFL just for players. Oh, we bury all those stories. <laughs> yep. Nobody gets hurt in the XFL. People take a leave of absence. Well, I'm glad no one's getting hurt because yeah. I feel like I get bored mid-season. Jordan, Sometimes Jordan, when yeah. some Jordan. this guy's hurt, Jordan, this guy's healthy. Jordan, I get exactly. so bored. One person gets hurt and then one gets healthy and somebody travels People. to an away game. <laughs> As someone wears jerseys, boring. It's such a boring midseason NFL thing. Boring. Yeah. I. <laughs> First of all, you could describe professional wrestling that way, and it would no, sound just yeah, boring. Can. No one gets injured. Because professional wrestling. Some guy comes Rowan out and they Ray poop a bunch of smoke. Gonna be a steal, okay. He talks for 15 minutes well, about why he's angry at the guy, and then the other guy comes out, and then they do a bunch of... Simple holds that are sort of obvious and you know aren't going to do anything. I know, simple and holds. Everything's to the death. Grab something from under the you stage. You can read it. Something happens like to it. the referee and they have a bunch oh, of things. Oh, the referee's knocked out of there. It's a death match. Someone should stop this. I worry about what would happen when a, a, a referee's back is turned. Oh, it's always dangerous. Yeah, that's that's another thing. And in football, when the referee's back is turned, you'll see a lot of touchdowns the audience will not be happy with. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be very unpleased. <laughs> the audience will see people cheat. Oh, they will see people cheat. But as long as the referees don't notice... And again, uh, are, are you assuring uh, us that this is not scripted? I'm assuring you, it is not scripted, Joel. So I, how, how are they going to know to score touchdowns when the referee's back is turned? Intuition. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Vince. I think it's been, yeah. it's been fun having you on. It's been fun uh, hearing about your latest business venture here. Uh, it's been fun being on the podcast, but I was carrying the whole weight of this interview. So both of you are Fire. If anyone from the medical, American Medical Association is listening, please do something. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Yes, what's on the docket wide world for of weird sports? Joel, Joel, Joel. Joel forgets his place. Uh, does me doing this over and over again explain any more of my life to you guys? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sad. <laughs> that I, we're we're 350-some-odd in, and I've done that at least 10 times. And it would yeah, be one thing least. if all 10 were within the first 100 episodes. Right, yeah. right. But they're not. That's because you never learn. <laughs> I, I mean, I do. I learn you all sorts of stuff. Learn. I never I never learn information Manners. that might be lessons. valuable. Yeah. Never learn lessons. lessons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You learn stuff in a book. Yep. Right. That's yep. not a lesson. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a fair point. See, I got all the street smarts, and you got all the... I don't know, trivia brain? I don't have all the book smarts, though. That's I, true. <laughs> I, w- I would say I'm I'm slightly better on book smarts than you. That's fair. And way behind on street smarts. Way. I mean, street smarts like, are my thing. Yeah. That's We're not I even got. on I'm the quick. same street. I'm quick. Yeah, exactly. I got to learn the smarts of three, four different streets. I know how to I play the life there. game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I make the tough decisions. Yeah. MLB Food Fest. Yeah. That's what we're doing this week. I think it, I didn't make it clear. That's what we're talking about this. That's week. the wide okay. world of yeah. this week's wide world of weird sport. Yeah, it's MLB Food Fest. Got it. Is there a, what's what's the food fest? So MLB Food Fest is back in New York City. All of the teams bring their top dish 
to be sampled at this festival of food. This is like a, you know, bring a dish to pass. Yeah. yeah. And of course, they had to go to New York City because that's the only place that would recognize their prices as anything other than outright extortion. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's a place where they manufacture the best salsa. Yeah. If the commercials top me. <laughs> oh, Phil, you... You misunderstood those commercials. What do you mean? They were all exactly excited. The they opposite. went, New York City? Mm, they were you, very excited. Oh, I'm having no. trouble reading their tone. They went, New York City? That was in That lawyer died. He was hanged. Oh, yeah, that's right. When they said get the rope at the end of yeah. it? Yeah. That was a problem. They always cut it off before you get the real Texas Old West experience. <laughs> but also, that one man who was about to be, die and shout, and they asked him what he wanted on his tombstone, he said pepperoni. Right. Mm. Exactly. Mm. It's another Old West guy, very and then dark. they murdered them and put pepperoni. the word pepperoni on his tombstone. Oh, terrible. And then, and then someone was walking by and they went, hey, there's pepperoni down there. They nom, dug nom, it up nom, and nom, they're nom, like, nom. this doesn't taste like pepperoni. Right. This they pepperoni is actually a human skull. Ah! All right, well, I'm going to go over some of the weird ones <laughs> All right. from MLB Food Fest. There's a lot of them that are obvious, like Boston Red Sox did a lobster roll. It's, it's pronounced lobster. Lobster roll. Like Atlanta it, Braves did a grilled cheese sandwich. Real quick, I've never uh, had a lobster roll. Is it just like chopped lobster on a roll with, I don't know, mayonnaise or yeah, something? It's, yeah, it's Sometimes like chicken mayonnaise, salad but yeah. but with lobster pretty much. Well, that, it's but like, that would be like lobster salad though, wouldn't it? We're telling yeah. you what it is. Right. It's lobster You don't salad. tell us what it is, Joel. Yeah. You asked us. Yeah, it's like lobster salad. Kind of, but the okay. chunks, I would say, are larger than you find in, say, tuna or chicken yeah. salad. They're okay. larger chunks of lobster. One of these days, Joel, you and me, we're going to go to Seattle, go to Pike's. We're going to get ourselves a lobster roll. It'll be fantastic. The only thing about lobster rolls is they're delicious, but because lobster expensive is expensive, yeah. they're expensive, and it's like you didn't get a whole lobster. You got a lobster roll. So there's a little bit of like, wow, that's expensive for a sandwich. Yeah. You I, know? I have decided for the most part I'm going to skip lobster for the rest of my life because it's just... Whoa. I, I, whoa. Free, that take if, a scorching. If it's pretty different. Yeah. Because every once in a while at Facebook... We get free lobster. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. But no, like, I, I, I think there's better shellfish. I just, I think the price it does not bring me anywhere near King crab? enjoyment. Hmm? King crab, yeah, love, crab, crab is my favorite. Yeah, but shellfish. even I'd rather have salmon than most shellfish. Salmon isn't a shellfish. Yeah. I was gonna say you can't. Yeah, you're you're moving the goalposts on this yeah. whole argument, Joel. Well, yeah, you're yeah, really I'd rather have a around. steak than anything. If, if, I, if I'm gonna spend but that much, steak's on too seafood. expensive. I'm just sticking to hamburgers. Right, right. But you if, know if, what? I'm if, fine if with this nice piece of white I'm bread. I'm definitely gonna go with like uh, uh, scallops first. And in, and then I scallops also, also isn't skip considered the shellfish, a shellfish entirely, right? Is you know not? what's really funny about this? So. Wide World of Sports is almost over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't really talked about any of MLB Food Fest yet. What kind of shellfish are they serving? Let, let's go through a couple. So here's one that I think is really good, but with an ominous name: the Toronto Blue Jays Jane Doe chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh God! Yeah, what right? happened to her? Exactly. Name. It's, it's bad. like I get that they're doing like Jane Doe, like dough. But come on, Jane Doe is also what you call a murdered person or dis. But in Canada, it's Jacques Doe, right? Exactly, <laughs> and like Jean Vieve Doe, right? So, it's pronounced but, Jean. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chicago White Sox do the Alote Nuggets, which is corn nuggets with queso cojito, cayenne, Ooh, mayo, cilantro, lime juice. I yeah. bet I could dunk that in some there's, cayenne right, mayo. There's a restaurant near my place that does tater tots drowned in queso dip covered with cheese and put in the oven mm. it's amazing and it's made me realize queso dip on a whole abundance of different stuff has got to be amazing right yeah chicken yeah. nuggets works for me i saw uh, kfc's now doing like the popcorn chicken on the mac and cheese yeah. yeah kfc does a lot of really good food that people make fun of but they shouldn't 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I'll, I'll say this. I went to Popeye's the other day trying to get a chicken sandwich, and I wound up getting like uh, were they boneless out? wings, and they were. Yeah. 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 I got boneless wings and mac and cheese because I'm like, I could do the KFC thing, but with good chicken and good mac and cheese. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are, we're all from Michigan. So yep. you know what the Detroit Tigers are going to serve. So I say do. it with me. Coney egg rolls. Wait, what? Right? <laughs> egg rolls. Coney. Of course, with Coney. It's a Coney you know. dog, some Coney chili. So presumably you're dipping because it in the Because it's Coney Detroit, sauce. so of course it's egg rolls. And then also in Detroit, oh, there's Oh, because Coney's. of the large Asian American population exactly. that Detroit has long been known for. Well, how about this? We'll go to Cincinnati. Remember when those imports from Japan came in and everyone was immediately like, oh, great, we recognize this because of the large Asian American <laughs> oh, totally. community that has long been a part of Detroit. Well, if you're confused about that, Joel, let's go to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. Because Cincinnati, you know what their population is and therefore you know what theirs is. Yes. It's bulgogi beef egg rolls. <laughs> So it's Korean yeah. egg rolls. Ooh. I guess because I it's mean, Cincinnati. I just want to say possible, both of these sound delicious. Yeah. yeah, it's possible that there's a large Korea town in Cincinnati. I have not spent a lot of time in the city. But, yeah, but also, yeah, but also this is ballpark food, and basically all ethnic food in America comes in one variety, and that's deep fried. Right. Yeah. Bring us your authentic homeland cuisine. We mm. will deep fry it. Yes. You know, and this is a fair point, Jordan. If it's good food, it's good food. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not on theme as well. I think totally. the Coney portion, because they also did yeah. Coney pizza before it, oh, okay. it, it, yeah, the Tigers did. They've, they've done variations of the Coney thing. So I think what, the Coney egg dog. What is egg in rolls the egg roll? Is it like chopped Phil? hot dog? What, inside of the egg? Uh, yeah, a little description there. It's uh, steak, carrots, onions, rice, cilantro, scallions, and guichou jang That's the bulgogi beef one. That's the bulgogi beef. Okay, Coney Detroit one. Tigers <laughs> is Coney chili, ballpark frank, yellow mustard, and fine diced onion. Inside of a... Cor- it's uh, a Coney dog and an egg roll. I would have egg thought roll. you'd dip it in the Coney sauce. But that does uh, sound I really I bet they'll good. give you a side of it if you ask yeah. nicely. Yeah. What? Because Coney sauce is so expensive. <laughs> so we all know that Arizona has been uh, tough on immigrants, right? Absolutely. So you can imagine well, that their food A lot of people in Arizona that. are not tough on immigrants. Right. But particularly the other immigrants. Very in the news, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, of course, Arizona Diamondbacks are doing the churro dog. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. See, they're trying to get that little progressive message web through, right? <laughs> Which is just like a lot of the people who go to Diamondbacks games right. are... It's uh, which you know, it might sound like it's a hot dog, but it's not. It's a churro, cinnamon sugar, long john donut, vanilla yogurt, chocolate caramel, and whipped cream. Everything oh, so it's that just a dessert. It's dog. essentially just like a, the oh. the hot dog is it's that a, they're filling it with stuff. It's an ice cream sundae. It's, it's a cream. version of an ice cream sundae. In that totally. case, I'm really upset that they called it a hot dog. Well, they yeah. called it a dog, a churro dog. Even, even still, there's. <laughs> I'm, a I, bridge too far. Yeah. You put dog in there, and if I don't get some sort of sausage, I'm I'm going to be disappointed. And I'm going to end it on this one, because we all know the most famous kind of food to come out of New York is going to be the New York Yankees. Right? Oh, absolutely. And New York, you associate with so many great foods, right? It's true. And of course, it's the oh, hot dogs. It's the, the deli sandwiches. Knishes. Halal carts. Yeah. So, of course, the New York Yankees are doing the shrimp po' boy. Cajun fried shrimp. <laughs> a true reflection of the New York spirit. They should put some of that salsa they have on it. And that brings us to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, get the rope because they got the salsa in the wrong place. 
Citizens of Podcast Town. This brings to a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Vince McMahon to give you our contact information. All right, I'm here. Vince, please enunciate. I'm here. You can find us on Twitter. Twitter.com. You gotta say it. Twitter.com. Sports the number three podcast. podcast. Okay, very good. Here, run us on Facebook. I'm going to Facebook.com slash Sports That's the number three podcast. Facebook.com slash Sports the number three podcast. Or you can find all of our records on anchor.fm slash Sports number three podcast. Yeah. Anchor.fm slash Sports number three podcast. And if you don't listen and subscribe, then you're fired. He's, not, he's, he's kidding everyone. He won't fire you're you fired. if you don't subscribe. Then you're fired. Thank you, Vince. Hey, guys. Joel. Uh, I can't help but notice that Vince McMahon is hanging out outside of my car with yeah. the camera crew. Should I be worried about that? You're going to get hit by something. What? Bye, Bye Joel. Joel.